Yes, it Welcome is. Welcome, sports fans, to the latest SNM production of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. It is the most absurd 90 minutes of anything goes smack talk and a whole lot more. Every Sunday night, the sports nerd joins forces with three charismatic co-hosts for a select group of sports nerds with attitude, better known in Nerd Nation as the Rampage. We are four of the most loudmouth, smack-talking nerds around, coming at you with some sick rips and rants, which may be just enough to make you pee your pants. So listen up, Nerd Nation. Let's rise and welcome the legend himself. He is the founder, he is the host, and he is the star of the Sports Nerd Show. Coming to you live, straight out of Lakeland, Florida, Scott, the Sports Nerd Right. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Nerds. We have the gang all back together after a couple of weeks, the full roster. Even Ken's technology is working tonight, which is amazing for for, for everybody. Uh, welcome back, Mr. John Olson. Texas uh, must have not been seated anymore. <laughs> it's out of um, secession. <laughs> and uh, John Olson here after a couple of weeks off. And of course, my 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 good friend, Mr. Big E. I'm working out every day, no matter what. Elliot, I can't uh, wear these muscle shirts if I don't. <laughs> Why not? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, come on! I'm fucking my mind's eye out. Hang on. <laughs> How you doing, fellas? Good to have the gang back together after after uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, I'm um, good. John and I are in trouble. Because wow. we were, you know, I mean, you're not down 03, John. We're not down 03. The Bolts aren't down 03, <laughs> true. But the Bolts have been playing like crap. So well, I'm they not, I'm good not, today. I'm, I'm not 100% convinced it's, 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 it's in the bag yet. So I'm just going to cross well, my no, I mean, out. if the Rangers can win game four, then you the series is over. Yeah. yeah. Because they um, know they're beating the Rangers at the Garden. But thanks to St. Stephen Stamco, I mean, it's uh, uh, Andre Palat with the game winner with 49 seconds left yeah, to go. Stamco with the first goal. Uh, yeah. How, how does that happen? How does your defense break so bad? Like, like that's happened a few times in the in the playoffs. Just get goals with like five seconds left in the game. Well, that was Tampa. They got one at point nine against Florida. Remember? Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like that is just. How is your de- defense? That's all fortunate. Uh, Occurrences, you know what I'm saying? That's called the that's called the angel smiling down on your happy ass. Hey Brett, yeah, I know Brett. Is hey, it for yeah. some reason John's audio is messed up tonight? We don't know what it is. We're not echoing his bad. It's just, on, it's just John's. Is it John's? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you'll you'll hear it, Elliot. It's like double talk. It's weird, but, but I can't get, hear we get the gist of what he says. That's all. It's all good. Just just yeah, thinking I'm, I'm not hearing no, Yeah. Yeah, just think of us tonight as Echo and the Bunny Moon. So. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Although yeah, to be quite always, honest, there's always some techie issue with this show, so it's all. Good. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I got the intro and outro thing figured out now. I think you, yeah, you think you got that right, Elliot. <laughs> um, well, now I'm like feeling feeling all weird. Like if my if my if my that's not good. Is it bad? Is it still there? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Mm. yeah. If you only got one, I mean, I don't know if he's got two audio sources or what else is going no, on. No, no, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Hold on. Let me, I'll just restart. Let me it's rephrase that. Apple. I am an idiot. It's, it's but, called Apple, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Something's not right with your audio. <laughs> He'll be back. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, again, I, like I was, I was telling Ken in the, in the, in the green room before we started this thing, I am not watching the games live as they happen. I'm not watching the games because every time I watch. What's weird is I am. I'm not watching Yankee. because every time I, every time I watch hey Clarky, uh, the bolts play bad. So I, 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 I mean, it didn't help me the first two games, but it helped me today. So I'm, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> so, but I'm rooting for the bolts. Um, well, that's so not a have, pattern. So, that's not a pattern if it didn't work the first two games. I know. So <laughs> if I happen to watch it and they lose, then it's my fault, then. Huh? Always, Ken. Always. Mm. Oh, shut up, Brett. Rangers. No. <laughs> it's good Thanks, to see Brett. you back with the show, Brett. You've been gone for a, for a while. We haven't seen you here, but. It's oh, right. heard, have you heard from uh, Josh Cantor lately? No. No, Josh I have not heard from Josh. Josh is another Rangers fan, Elliot, and uh, he's he? also. He's also a Browns fan, so that's why I like him. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's staying low key. What the hell's that? That's somebody oh, trying to get to me in Discord, and I'm just gonna let it ring. Okay. And he'll get the message sooner or later that I'm not available. Doesn't he know you're busy this time of week on, on, on this time of night on Sunday nights? Dude, this guy's 84 years old. I'm sure oh. he doesn't know that. I'm trying to get to the Discord thing, but oh, there you go. It's gone. Okay. All right. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, we were playing video games, right? Yeah. It's this guy. Look, he's 84 years old and he's working out as hard as I am. Okay. okay. Is this your good buddy? The buddy you talk about in the morning at, that's at there the gym? You? Yeah. Yeah. And wow. and so we've been playing Borderlands 2. Yeah. On PC, and in Discord and whatnot. And then earlier today, he he kind of gave up because he was getting tired of getting killed. He started going the wrong way and all that shit. So I told him, hey, you need to take a break. And he never came back later on when we, when we all got together. So, and I told him that I got a show on Sunday nights. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Let's, you know, hey, he's 84 years old. Let's get yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I only wish I could live. I, I only wish I lived that long. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> not just live that long, but do the shit that he does at the age of 84. Yeah. Oh my god, Let's bring him back up here! All right, John, you're back. Welcome back, John. Welcome back, John. I think the cat got his tongue. Oh, he says, Wait a second, he's using his headphones. What are you doing, John? Yeah, what's with the facials? What's with the facial expressions? Nope, oh shit! Can't hear you. He just swore. He just swore he again. Just swore and we couldn't hear it. I know. He's got the seven-second button working. <laughs> There's no dumb bumping on this show. There's no dumb button on this show. He can't. No, it, it's it's not going to happen. I was being facetious. Yes, I know. We we never use the dumb button on this fucking show. Excuse my French, but anyway, you know. Um, we even have one. No. You sounded better when you were stuttering. <laughs> I can't even, John. There's we no audio on you now. Oh, no audio at all. Saying. You are totally muted out. Yes, you're muted. See what happens when you miss the show for three weeks? No, no, no. no. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. It's all good. He discombobulated his system, man. Yeah. Uh, He's got the same demon that I do. 
go we back to it. echo mode, man. Forget about forget about Brett. He 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 can handle it. If we can handle it, he can too. Yep. Nope. Nope. Uh, you see, he does this for a living. He does it like 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 twenty seven podcasts a week. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's yeah, I mean, Mister Podcast, how yeah. you? Yeah, he's just like 27 podcasts a week, so I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know if today's game is going to be a be a slingshot for the Bolts or not. We'll wait till Ron gets here and we'll talk about it and see if it happens. But uh, well, they needed it badly. Yeah, they did. This is me off. Is it working? Working now? Yes, it working, is. Same as before. Yeah, it's working. Working now. It's yeah, working, working. Yeah, yeah, it's it's working now. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. Okay. One more thing. Then I'm done. Then I'm going to totally quit. Be right back. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. He's going to try one more thing and he can come back. It's not an – actually, Brett, it's not an echo. It's it's something going on with his audio that, that just – It's his system. Something in his system. Something in his system is causing that. It's like a hiccup, hit. basically. It's like a hiccup. You're right. I like, I like that like, like that, that verbiage better. Um. Let's just say it. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, okay, we'll go there. We'll do that. Uh, Miguel Andujar wanting trade from the Yankees. Mm. Well, you you know, Miguel Andujar, I mean, he's more than welcome to ask for a trade. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he'll get one. Right. But the thing is, is that, I mean, he was really hot like three years ago. Yeah. And then he suffered that injury that sat him for like a year and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. And he kind of lost his space. He lost his spot. And then uh, Urshela took over for him at third base. Now he's yeah. playing left field, but they got to platoon him with Joey Gallo. I have no idea why they even still play Joey Gallo. I know, but, I know how much you love Joey Gallo. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that Ron's name, uh, Ron has the same last name. All right. Hello. Is this better? Hey, yeah. yeah. yeah it must be the microphone. Yeah, it's it's the computer. I'm sure I have the reason for anything, but anyways. But anyway, he got he, he, lost his, he lost his spot. Yeah. And now he has to platoon, and he doesn't like that. But here's the thing. As long as the Yankees have the best record in baseball, screw what Miguel Andujar wants. <laughs> okay. He ought to be happy that he's part of what's going on because eventually somebody could get hurt. They could sit Gallo if Gallo keeps hitting like he's got no bat in his hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the guy strikes out more than than me at a nightclub these days. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see my post the other day, did you? Uh Uh-uh. So the new... Breaking news: Joey Gallo decided to change the spelling of his name to G A L L O W because oh, all he's Gallo. doing. Yeah, I saw that one. I remember now. I remember now. To the gallows he goes. Yep. But um, in all fairness to John and his O3 deficit with the Edmonton Oilers, um, I think it was Ron's fault when he called Connor McDavid Connor McJesus. That kind of put a hmm. a hex on things. I think. I agree. <laughs> Let's blame Ron. We'll blame him when he gets here. It's all his. Yeah. Right. All when his he made that McJesus reference, you know, you know, I mean, I understand, you know, people putting that out there, 
but I know how close of a correlation John has with the Holy, with the Holy One Himself. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of taboo when you do something like that. It, put, it totally put a whammy on the, on the letters because they haven't really done much in this series. They, they've nope. looked like Florida did against Tampa. I mean, look, they, 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 they really haven't. They, they look, they've looked suspect. Um, yeah. But, the, you know, and I hate using the excuse, but holy crap, man. Like, look at the penalty differential. Like, Edmonton has been killing penalties the entire series. I think it's like 47 to 20 or something like that. Wow. Like it's it's insanity. Well, it's, that hit it's, last night didn't help either. That, that well, that was that was bull. That, and then they slew foot dry sidle. Yamamoto gets a headshot. They don't even call any of those. So, listen, I love Kadri. I'm the biggest Nazem Kadri fan in the world. He embellished that, and because he embellished it, he went in strange and messed up his his arm because of it. Mm-hmm. That was that was a lot. That was a lot of embellishment. Is was it dirty? Not, well, not you know, reporting into Vander Kane's history too, John. That's that's. Oh, yeah. The goalies haven't done too well. Mike Smith got lit up. Oh, Mike Smith game. is Mike Smith is just dude. Just retire, bro. Go go. Just get a ranch in the middle of well, nowhere, Alberta, I, I, and call it. I kind of thought. I kind of thought. You know, the Raiders, the Oilers really had a tough series against the Kings. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when Calgary, even though they came back and just swept Calgary away after that first game. When they gave up nine goals in that first game, I began to wonder if the Oilers had what it yeah. took to advance past somebody like Colorado. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because Colorado is oh, a scoring machine. Oh, they really are. Exactly. First well, they're, they're a complete team. First team yeah. with Colorado yeah. ended up eight to six and still. I, right now, I think Colorado, in my honest opinion, even if even if Tampa doesn't, I mean, makes it through, or the Rangers, I I, I think Colorado's the odds oh, yeah. favorite to win this whole thing. Colorado's the one I picked from the beginning. They just look really, really good. Is, They're a is, complete team, and yeah. and in the playoffs, you you need first of all, you need goaltending, and you need defense, and that is the Achilles heel of the Oilers. It's been Isn't all Mike year. Smith like forty years old. He's forty one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's three years younger than me. Like the I mean, biggest so- Achilles heel today for the Rangers was that they they got oh, outshot by like twenty shots on goal. Mm-hmm. You know they were constantly under pressure. I tell you what, Shesterkin, he's MVP material. That guy, that guy in goal for the Rangers. I'm just saying, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, he is tremendous. Without him, I don't think the Rangers are where they are today. Plain and simple. He's not even the regular goalie. Just starting? Yeah. Well, he came yeah. in. He came in afterwards, right? He didn't start. The he came season, in after getting to the starter got injured. Yeah. I guess he's going to be out with this playoffs. Well, and and he's also up for MVP. Oh he's yeah. One of, the, one, one of the guys that's up for MVP. He, for he, he, reminds, a lot. he reminds me. He and both uh, Dallas's goalkeeper reminding me a lot of. Um, uh, Jean Sebastian Jaguer in 2001, was it? When he had I think today Vasilevsky took it personal. I think today Vasilevsky took it personal after the Rangers crowd was char- shouting Igor's better <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the games in, in Madison Square Garden. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. But, I mean, even Shesterkin facing over 40 what was it? Almost fifty shots on goal. 
You know, that's mm-hmm. just too much. The Rangers just didn't show up for defensively today. The power play didn't look good, even though they scored two goals on the power play. Um, when they gave up that goal to make it two to one, that's when I started feeling a little uneasy. You know, yeah, because the Bolts actually had to come back to win that game. They were down two one. Well, yeah. yeah, and they've won some of the games in the last seconds. Yep. You know, which again, you you need sometimes you need a lot of times you need luck to win championships. Well, it's not all just a lot into it. Yes, I agree. Okay, and um, because honestly, they probably should have lost to Toronto, Tampa. But again, I think the the stars aligned for them as far as their playoff matchups went. Yeah, Toronto was the, was the tougher out. They had Toronto, uh, which was a, a perennial first round out. Yeah. Then they had the President's <laughs> Cup, the President's Cup champion, which is also is cursed. cursed not to win a title. Right. You know, and now they have the Rangers, and again, it's not it's not a done deal. But if anybody could come back from what the Rangers did after the first two games, it would be Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. And all, for all intents and purposes, Tampa should win this series. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're, I mean, they're the better team. I mean, even even um, what's his face on ESPN says that Carolina would have better bet would have been a better matchup against the Lightning than the Rangers would have been. But I don't know about that. I don't know about that because you know what the the Rangers also are the team that gave up the second least goals in the season mm. behind Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that the Rangers went out and smoked Carolina in that game seven. Yep. In Carolina. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, Carolina was living on the edge the whole time because all it took was one loss at home. And like Ron said, the series doesn't start or this, or you can't win a series unless you win on the road. Right. And in most cases, that's true. Yeah. So it's been interesting. I've been following it more than I thought I would. But I'm, I'm pretty shocked that, that the Oilers haven't put up more of a fight. Uh, that that and... Well, I mean... No, I, I, have to, I have to be honest <laughs> with you. I've not seen any of the Colorado Edmonton series because it's on TNT and I don't have access to TNT. Right. Well, I get so. to watch it. I get to watch it like they show it, I think, a replay or something overnight or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, do they? Like at the From, gym, I they got them up on the screens and stuff. I guess, I mean, John, I, mean, I know you're disappointed in, in, in their, their performance that going, you know, thus far. Um, but, hey, but- in hockey, it's never been unheard of of coming back from down 3-0. It's happened more in that sport than in any other sport. Yeah. Yeah, but. But, yeah, but. <laughs> you got to win four in a row, and two of those are in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, they definitely have home ice advantage with that altitude. That's a whole different piece oh, yeah, that's playing, yeah. playing up oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, I mean, if, you know, if they can make it a series, like, you know, win a couple maybe, you know, make it 3-2 they get or something. To at least six games or something. Yeah, like get it to six games. That'd be, you know, that's cool. It's, for me, listen, I mean – Drysaddle's been playing basically with a bum ankle for two series now. Um, like Nurse, I can't stand Darnell Nurse. I just I think it's the most overrated. Like they paying they're paying him nine point five million dollars to be a pylon. Um, just <laughs> he's he you know the the goaltending situation. 
Edmonton is a few pieces away from being a Stanley Cup contender. You have the two best players on the planet on on one team. It, they're unstoppable. But the problem they is, need a goaltender. And, and, they need and a goaltender, just, and the way isn't isn't going to do it for him. I'm sorry, he's not. Well, it's also defense. Yeah, they're they're defensive. Like you know, they got a couple of kids that are you know that Bouchard kid is pretty decent, but he got eaten alive with that game winner last night. Yeah, um, it's a couple pieces away. But the problem is, is that management, you know, and they, they need to re-sign Kane. That's that's priority number one, I think. Um, he, by the way, he did get us one game suspension. By the way, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon didn't get a single thing, and neither did uh, what's the, the Langescott for taking out Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah. Basically, a headshot. It's inconsistency. Like if you're gonna, that's the thing with the NHL. Like if you're gonna call it, call it the same. Just it's Call simple. It right down the middle. Yeah. Exactly. It's simple. It's very simple. Like I, I don't think Oilers fans would have a problem with it if. The other guys got suspended too for the same type of, you know, and and like Action, the Kane man. thing, th- that wasn't like I don't know. I mean, it, I again, I love Kadri. I'm a huge Nazem Kadri fan. I love him, um, but he embellished that, and because he embellished it, the way that he went into the boards, he got hurt because of it. Um, hey uh, Jamal, are you an Argonauts fan? John is speaking the I mean, truth. Jamal's on your side, John. Let me ask you something, John. Yes, sir. Speaking of Kane, does does his reputation lead a lot to a lot of that? I, I guess. I mean, that's that's the thing. But like, I don't know. I I like that. Like, if if he's on your team, you love him. Right, oh, it's, yeah. it's yeah. like Nazem Kadri. If you if he's on your team, you love him. Right. Back in the day, Matthew Barnaby. If he was on your team, you loved him. You hated mm-hmm. Darcy Tucker for the Leafs. You hated playing against right. him. So, I I think Kane is is amazing. I think he's the perfect plug that they needed for that that you know that Drysital and 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 mm-hmm. McDavid kind of. David they Lonnie, needed that yeah. winger, and you know he's really. You know who's really impressed me uh, on the Rangers is that Zibanejad kid. Oh, um, Zibanejad is great as soon as he got out of freaking Ottawa. Then he's like, yeah, let's go. I love him. I mean, he's killing it. Well, he's the third behind Dreisaitl and and McDavid in scoring in the the playoffs. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's great, man. He's a great kid. I'm having my keto bomb. Bomb. I'm just glad that the Carolina Rangers got eliminated. The Carolina Rangers. Yeah, they had a lot of Rangers, uh, former Rangers on their team. Former Rangers. Especially that one guy that the fans kept booing all the time, McGregor or something. But is anybody shocked? Anybody shocked by the Celtics schooling the Warriors the other night? I think the Warriors just freaking fell apart yeah. in the fourth quarter. I think that's what happened with, with that. Well, game. I don't know if they fell apart, but when another team throws up nine, it makes nine three-pointers and they outscore you 40 to 16, yeah, that's that's kind of falling apart. I think I think it was more just the unconscious shooting that Boston did in that quarter. fourth quarter. And then didn't do Jack after that. Because th- uh, what was it? Three three quarters. The Warriors had that game in the bag. Yeah, dude. Then- I saw this thing. Uh, what was it? It was um, the people picked in front of Jason Tatum, uh, like Markel Fultz, and I forget mm-hmm. who second overall was, um, in that draft. But Fultz was first. Fultz the was second- a bust. 
Yeah, and then the second guy, I forget who it was, and then Jason Tatum. What Sorry. year was the draft? What was that, four years ago? Five years ago, I think? Four years ago, I think. Yeah. 18. But, I mean, 17 you know, or that, that, that might go down as one of those, you know, Michael Jordan drafts. You know, Sam Bowie picked before Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – Elliot will find out. It's the, the second guy is not like a horrible player. It's just he's not Jason Tatum. All right. Well, I've never I've never seen anyone dominate the way that okay, Steph yeah, he was did drafted in, in first 2017. Quarter, in second was quarter. Lonzo Ball number anything. two overall. Yes, Ball. Lonzo Ball was number mm, two. Lonzo, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What 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 ever happened to Lonzo Ball? Because you hear more about Lamelo than you do about Lonzo anymore. <laughs> he's in he's in Chicago, right? I know he's, he's in Chicago, yeah, he's but he's playing. like in oblivion, basically. Like his second or third team already, isn't he? No, second, but yeah. I'm just saying. no third team. Lakers. Third? Oh, that yeah, he went Lakers, to Hornets. Too. Yeah, New Orleans, and then he went to the yeah. Pelicans, and then he went to the Pelicans. Uh, I call them the Hornets. <laughs> no, yeah, the Hornets have Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, but I was thinking because the yeah. franchise went. From <laughs> yeah, Charlotte New Orleans to, Hornets yeah. when they were over there. Yeah, He's a um, really. Yep. But uh, you, you know, thank you, Clarky. Ever since the whole thing with his dad before he went into the NBA, you know, he was always in the news because of the controversy with his father and whatnot. Oh, God, but now he's like lost in oblivion somewhere because Lamelo has just taken over. He's got that Hulu commercial and. He's just like well, Lamelo thriving in Charlotte. And to be honest with you, he really is. I mean. I mean, he's turning out to be the guy, the, you know, the guy on that team. Um, Alonzo, he was getting, he got more hype than his brother coming out of co- coming, at, you know, coming out of school. And and Lamelo's better, actually. Yes, absolutely. He is. Lamelo, he's balling. I like his Lam- uh, what what do they call it? Um, La Marshmallow or Lamelo? <laughs> the the Hulu commercial <laughs> that he does. There's a little marshmallow yeah. with his. With his face on it or whatever. <laughs> Brett's asking about head coaching after the Jazz's head coach resigned today. Oh, Snyder, he resigned. He says the Jazz he need resigned. to be boys. You know what, Brett? I don't know enough about the NBA to comment on who, who, who the next head coach is going to be of the Utah Jazz. I'm sorry. I just don't follow the, the NBA that that closely. It's just not. Well, that's the the big the, the, the trickle down of that is Donovan Mitchell is not going to be happy because that was his dude, right? Yeah. So, mm. you know, I mean, the NBA is notorious for egos and, oh, I don't get my way. And I'm not saying yeah. Donovan Mitchell is like that. He's a good kid, man. But, you know, the NBA, it's a me league. Yep. So, I'm so disgusted in the NBA these days. I don't even care. Like, when's football? Nothing but attitude. Nothing but attitude. Yeah, one's 96 football. days till football season. Well, that's all I care about. Don't care. 95, excuse 95, me. 95, excuse me. You're right. Yes, yes, Come on. Is nobody watching the USFL, the playoffs? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, CF, CFL preseason, guys. It's happening right now. No. <laughs> oh, the, play, the playoffs are coming up for the USFL, man. Ain't nobody going to tune in? Dude, I didn't even know they were. Jersey like undefeated or something like eight no undefeated. Jersey, there's a team. It's called Jersey. At the least Jersey Generals. Generals. The, the New, New Jersey, Jersey Generals. Generals. Yes, they they actually New did Jersey. something right. They actually yeah. named the football team after the state it's actually in. Wow, yeah. amazing. That was yeah. That was the original. They wanted to avoid a lot. <laughs> 
Well, they were the new they were the New Jersey Generals when the USFL started in the eighties too. So it's to say it's you know basically. Right. Yes. Hey, speaking of firing, Joe Girardi got shown the door in Philly. Oh, I bet you smiled. Yes, he did. Oh, well, you know. You know. Him <laughs> and his fucking analytics. Excuse the uh, excuse French, but. Oh, my virgin ears. <laughs> yeah, okay, John. Uh... Oh, yeah, bro. I mean. Billy just pulled the trigger on that one so quick. Well, but, you know, everybody well, was saying horrible. he was about to get fired. He's the one that said he ain't worried about it. And he got canned. Well, you know, hey, look. That whole division is screwed. They buried you know I mean? the angel alive yesterday. The, the well, Mets the Mets have such a stranglehold on it right now. killing it, dude. The Mets are killing it right now. Mets right now, the Mets have the third, rep, third best record in baseball. And they're one the like, in the Dodgers. Percentage point, five point zero five per a percentage points behind the Dodgers. So basically they're in a virtual tie for the second best record in baseball. Yeah. And I mean, even with all the changes that they made, nobody really thought that they'd come become that cohesive that quickly, but yeah. you got to give it to Buck Showalter. He knows how to run a fucking team. That's for sure. Oh, Bucky Bucky. Yep. Wasn't there some obscure happening with the Mets and the Dodgers last night, or was it the night before last night, Ken? With a pitching change, controversy over a pitching change. I can't remember. Can't remember what it was. Like they had, to, they, like, like they, they they wanted to put a position player on the mound. Yeah, but they had to be down at least six runs, and they were only down five runs <laughs> in the bottom of in the, in the ninth. Uh, like that. Yeah, that's a rule. Yeah, yeah. If if you're if you're only if you're if you're down five runs or less, you have to put an actual pitcher on the mound. If you're down by six runs or more, you can put a position player in there. So the Dodgers were trying to put a position player in, but they were only down five runs, so they actually had to put a pitcher on the mound, and they hadn't warmed up anybody. Speaking of which, the Mets are up on the Dodgers five four in the bottom of the tenth. How many runs were the Cardinals down the other day when Pujols got in the pitch? Oh, I think they the down. They got blown up. Yeah, then what's down. his name? Yadier pitched a game too. Molina. Molina. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, They're putting anybody in these in these days. Hey, newsflash: the Indians won today. Oh wait, you're only playing you the Guardians. Blame the, the yeah, the Guardians, man. Come on. You need to be politically it, correct or else we're yeah, going to be that's like, uh, that's like saying the San Diego Chargers, Chargers, too, guys. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, we will cancel that? you. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, you yeah, newsflash. The, the Guardians won today, but it was only Baltimore. It's all good. Hey, Baltimore shut out Boston 10 nothing the other day. So, yeah, oh, yeah, see, and it's on the show. Elliot. Here. Why did you have to bring that up? See, I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, Baltimore's not. I mean, as I mean, bad. In misery anyway with the Red Sox this year. Don't don't add salt to that wound for God's sake. Yeah, just because they're twelve shut out out. nothing by the Baltimore Orioles. Hey, at least they made it back to five hundred. The Orioles ain't been great since Cal Ripken was on the team for God's sake, and that was twenty years ago. At least the Red Sox are back at five hundred. Yeah, that, that's a, that's that, that's something, I guess. Orioles a, Orioles that. haven't been any good since uh, Jeffrey Mayer. Pick okay. up the ball. Says <laughs> <laughs> <is> Jeffrey Meyer. <laughs> hey, the Guardians are in second place, and they're under five hundred. 
Yeah, well, that's how bad that division is. Bro. Come on, the division is terrible. When well, the Twins were no, that division, I mean, come on. It's no worse than the freaking National League East, where the Braves are the only other team above five hundred, and it's by one game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, thanks, Brett, for that. It was clarification. Umpires, they mm. barred Los Angeles Dodgers skipper Dave Roberts from pitching position player, then made pitchers stop warming up and come to mound. And then the pitching coach went off and got, got thrown out. <laughs> Whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, the Yankees are, what, 24 wow. games over 500? They're fucking killing it. Oh. Done? Is baseball done yet? No. And the thing is, is that they're finding – and this is the thing is when you're a good team, you find ways to win, even though you're up against it because they lost Stanton. They don't have Stanton in the lineup. They're having to deal with Aaron Hicks and Joey Gallo and their anemic offense. It's the pitching that's been keeping them in it. They almost had two perfect games in a row. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. You know, today I think was when their pitching finally let them down. Cause they only gave up what one hit yesterday or two hits yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, let's slide into the NFL before Ron gets here. I don't know when it's going to be. Let's slide into the right slide NFL. Slide in. Um, oh, now. Okay. Frank Gore has retired, guys, official. He's really? Signed, I signed a one-day contract with the Niners and retired a 49 Didn't he win a boxing match the other day? Yes, he did. That's why he retired. That's why he retired, because he won in boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Frank Gore – I mean, what, what what more can you say about Frank Gore than he was he was just? Well, you seen the meme I put out, right? With what? with his with his picture uh, in his college pictures, they're all in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he was in college. And uh, you, was it? What else is going on? I mean, Alex Mack has retired. Long time. Offensive lineman center of Alex. Who can, dude? How do you how do you even mention that guy without saying Ryan Fitzpatrick retired? Man, I was like, getting that too. Alex, who the hell? Know who I think Alex. I think Alex Mack retired because he didn't want to have to try to block for Trey Lance. Okay, all right. Well, then now finally, <laughs> the beard has retired. Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic has gone poof. Yes, right and gone. Your, your response to my beard, tweet. Man. My my response to Katie's tweet, man. Your response to that was was great. The the, the 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 gif of they're Ryan holding Fitzpatrick. Vigil. Hey, they're holding vigil in Buffalo right now. Yeah, oh, the, the, yeah, the, the gif of Ryan Fitzpatrick at the Buffalo playoff game or whatever game it was, going <laughs> just going crazy shirtless and just screaming. He's going to be the honorary captain when they get to the Super Bowl. Wow. Yes, yes. For Which sure. means probably. Um, wow, really? And you know what? You know, Katie asked the question: Is he the greatest journeyman quarterback of all time? I don't know about that, but he was sure as hell fun to watch. Greatest journeyman? Buffalo Bill legend. I think it was Charlie Whitehurst. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 not no. No, not clipboard Jesus. No, no. no. Clipboard Jesus. No. Jesus. No, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I think it was Dave Vanderbilt that uh, actually brought that up first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Katie responded to it. Yeah. Dave was um, one of these guys who uh, just, he gets a hold of something and just won't let it go. Hey, the Phillies are 2-0 and since they fired Girardi, by the way. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, 
Fitzpatrick, I mean, the, the amount of games that he has won, um, you know, in the, in the last minute of a game or last seconds of a game. Um, I mean, there's got to be tons of them out there. And uh, I'm sorry, the dude graduated from Harvard. Harvard. Okay. okay. Harvard. Harvard. Okay. What's wrong with Harvard? And what does that mean? I know. <clears throat> How many quarterbacks from Harvard made it to the NFL and did as well as Fitzpatrick did? Come on. Whoa. Yeah, sure. A lot of people come I mean, out of Harvard. Can, can you're the football encyclopedia. Do you remember any, any other Harvard quarterbacks that got made it in the NFL? I do not. I do not. Not that so. I can remember. The only – I would have to ask a friend of mine because he played for Harvard. Um, I hear two is pushing back. back. Yeah, two is pushing back on his arm strength issue. You know, show me, don't tell me. And you know what? Tyreek Hill said the other day that he's pretty impressed with Tua's throwing. Tua's actually, I think, overthrown Tyreek Hill in, in game, mm. hasn't he? If that's even a possibility. Well, well that doesn't make any game. sense. I mean, well, that makes sense if he can't throw. It's, yeah, but, it's, it's a lack of accuracy. Yeah. By the way, Clark, you, uh, Cam Newton was a journeyman quarterback in college. <laughs> yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, even as, even as the Heisman Trophy winner, he was a journeyman quarterback. In uh, he's a he's a he's a journeyman fashionista, is what he. Cam <laughs> mm. Newton, a journeyman fashionista. Yes. That guy has to have the most outrageous freaking outfits. Besides, you, you get, I think I think Dennis Rodman was only worse than Cam Newton. Yep, and Rod is in the green room. <laughs> was pretty bad too. He didn't Rod have outrageous was in the green room, gentlemen. Hi, oh, Ron. Okay. Hi, Ron Gallo in the green room. Ron, Ron, needs, to answer, Ron needs to answer for his McJesus. Uh, yeah. McJesus is McMissing. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Well, Ron, we have John Olson with us this, this week. Um, and he's still wearing week. his Oilers hat regardless. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, our, again, our, Stan, our Stanley Cup was Calgary, man. I'm I'm. We're good, man. I'm happy. Whatever. No, we're not good. We're not good. We're not good. We're not good. We are happy. <laughs> Everything the, is great. The Edmonton Oilers, they could I, – I I, mean, it should never yeah, go down to one play. But I honestly think that it's true. I mean, Connor McDavid opens the scoring 20 seconds in. Next shift, Evander Kane runs um, Nazem Kadri into the end boards. And it sucked the life out of that Rogers Arena in Edmonton. I mean, there there's two players like I don't know. There's some people that say Nazem Kadri, um, not 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 a player they'd want on their lineup. This certainly the same could be said for Evander Kane. And uh, for those two players to have that interaction, and then that ends up becoming kind of really the momentum or the the the. The, the shift. turning point of the uh, yeah the shift of the game and so early on like it's just it was odd and bizarre and by the way Vander Kane does get a one game suspension yep. so John yeah. I'm hoping it's certainly not the rest of the postseason <laughs> for the uh, for Vander Kane but yeah it's just it's odd and then you look at uh, the other series and you have a player like uh, Miko Zibanejad who's got goals in seven of the last eight games. And Connor McDavid, who was absolutely on fire against the Calgary Flames, can't 
get a sniff. I mean, he had assists in game one, nothing in game two, uh, has the one goal in game number three. But uh, really, the Colorado Avalanche have uh, figured out Connor McDavid. And I think time out, just real quick. Do you think it's figuring it out or do you think that they're emphasizing their defense on him? No, one of the things that I notice is not just the defense, but Cal McCarr, without question, is worth every penny that that guy is paid. You look at him, he can skate backwards almost as fast as Connor McDavid can skate forwards. I don't mm. know how many times I saw McCarr end up taking the puck off of McDavid's stick while skating backwards. But the defense of Connor McDavid is not left to the defenseman only. Nathan right. McKinnon takes that assignment with a great deal of respect. Like he is Nathan a dirty McKinnon player. Not, a dirty player. <laughs> That's what he is. No, no, the slew Nathan foot McKinnon. on Dreisaitl, that was as dirty as it gets, but because it's McKinnon, it's like same with Sidney Crosby throwing a guy into the boards, just like Evander yeah. Kane did. The NHL has a problem with calling things exactly the same. They hey, can't we do took, it. Yeah. We took care of Sidney Crosby in round DNA. one. <laughs> Truba, yeah. hey, Truba took care of Sidney Crosby in round one. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, again, like I said, like it happens. I mean, you go back over the years and there's always been something. There's always been a player that's been targeted. And nobody will ever say that the player has been targeted, but absolutely that player's been targeted. And, you know, I don't think Craig Billington was taken out of uh, out of the game because he was targeted. Um, but I mean, at the same token, that's why the St. Louis Blues are not around right now is because they did not have their goaltender. Uh, so many of these teams right now are relying heavily on their goaltender. And I'm going to say this, Mike Smith, I mean, 40-year-old goaltender playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, I watched that game. I watched that game closely last night, and he does not look like the same goaltender against the Calgary Flames. He, not he great looks math. nervous. Sorry, not great mathematics when you think when you think about his age and the level well, yeah. of play that that you're at right I, now. I mean, yes, I did comment that he's 40 years old, but I, I, I mean, let's let's take age out of the equation. You look at Vasilevsky, you look at Chesterkin, and you know what you're seeing? You're seeing goaltenders on both sides of the ice that are very calm. They're very well positioned. They're not flopping around. They're making the saves. They're getting the gloves in the way. Um, the players are shooting high on them. Vasilevsky has been burned, what, nine times with high shots from the New York Rangers. Uh, Shesterkin ha has been um, uh, sensational. But in all of it, those two goaltenders right now, it's a goaltender's duo out east. And they're very calm. They're very fluid. They're, they're not sporadic. And you look at Mike Smith, and you don't get that. With Mike Smith, you, you've got awkward saves when the saves are happening. You've got him overreacting. You've got him moving too far coast to coast. Like he's going from one post to the other post, and he's over. It's almost like his exaggerated movements, and you can't be like that in the NHL. Do you think he's um, overwhelmed by? Do you think he's overwhelmed by the uh, magnitude of what's where he's at at I, this point? 
Maybe. I mean, I think in a, in a way it, it, it even started against Calgary. I mean, you look at some of the uh, the games. I mean, game one was, what, 9-6, and they had a couple of others mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, the lob from inside the blue line, 100 and some odd feet down the ice. And, you know, I, I don't know. I worry about Mike Smith. But then I've got to worry a little bit about Connor McDavid as well because Connor McDavid – has not been getting the job done. Leon Dreisaitl, you're going to find out whenever Edmonton is done, whether it's after this round or after the Stanley Cup Stanley Cup is presented in the next round, you're going to find out that Leon Dreisaitl has been playing through some major injur- injuries. Um, it's known that he's got a lower body leg indust- in- injury, but watching him play last night, I think he's got a lot more going on than just one injury. He's He's got a few. Thanks to McKinnon, right? Thanks to uh, McKinnon. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the Slewfoot, <laughs> sure, the Slewfoot is one, but, um, you, you know, it's it, it's just, it's hard to say. And I mean, um, I was worried there for a long time, about 59 minutes out of the 60, uh, 60 minutes of the game earlier that uh, this show wasn't going to go on because uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they just didn't seem to have an answer for the New York Rangers. And then final minute of the game, Snap one high, and that's that's one that Igor wants back for sure. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Well, the the two series are not going to be four and out, but um, I mean, let's see I what happens. The, in, I, th- I still think the Rangers are just giving up too many shots on goal. I, I think so too. I mean, when they control the play and they've got the action going, whether you whether you've got the shots on goal that turn into quality shots that result in goals. I think offensive puck zone time is huge. The amount of time that you spend in the offensive zone with control of the puck just frustrates and tires out the defending team. Oh, it also and frustrates you, the fans watching because every time the lightning lets, I mean, I'm screaming at, screaming at TV, get them, get the get puck out of the zone, get it out of there. Yeah. You know, and I'm not watching these games, Ron, to be honest. I'm not watching these games because I, every time I watch them, they play like crap. So I'm, I'm just going to follow it on Twitter. Get out the first two games, but, you know, maybe it helped me. <laughs> but I can relate because I'm not watching the Yankees either, and they're the yeah. best in baseball right now. So. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I've had my doubts about the Lightning. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy they made it this far. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. If they make the Stanley Cup Finals, it's great, but they're not going to get past Colorado. Colorado well, according to you, they were supposed to not get past Tampa Bay either. Correct. So. I mean, you know, they were supposed to get past no, Toronto is where I was talking about. I mean, tough, Toronto, excuse me. Yeah. Well, and I am going to say there. The New York Rangers are reminding me a lot of the Los Angeles Kings when they won the Stanley Cup a few years mm. ago. Now, the New York Rangers have a better positioning than the Los Angeles Kings. Los Angeles Kings snuck in as the 16th team in the in the postseason, so they were the underdogs for every round, and they ended up winning it all. The reason why I say the New York Rangers are reminding me a little bit of the Los Angeles Kings is because their rounds keep getting a little bit progressively harder and they're finding a way to get the job done. So when you look at their first round and the New York Rangers, um, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, that's, that's, that's a hard task. There's no question about it, but Pittsburgh didn't have the goaltending this year. You look at the second round and uh, um, New York is able to get the job done again. And, and now they're against Tampa Bay, and, and the level of the opponent is getting increasingly more difficult. And so when you look at the next round, I, I, really, I really 
I really like New York's chances if they get through Tampa Bay. I really like New York's chances to go all the way. Uh, Colorado, on the other hand, you look, they were 4-0 and against their first-round opponent. The second-round opponent uh, was a little bit tougher. Now they're right back in on top of the Edmonton Oilers. So what's happening is, is the Colorado Avalanche are basically playing like this. And where New York is going up. Okay. Um, the other thing I want you to, to recall is the or sorry, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights make it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first season. Who's behind mm-hmm. the bench? Same coach that's behind the New York Rangers right now. Yeah. Um, so you know that that coach is able to get a lot out of the uh, out of the players. And I'm oh, not going to cool. say the New York. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say the New York Rangers are a reincarnation of the Vegas Golden Knights, but let's take a close look at it. There you've got a goaltender in Shesterkin, and uh, you could say that that's Marc-Andre Fleury. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, the kid line, uh, three players under the age of 22. Um, you know, that's there's so many, there's no really huge names on the New York Rangers. There's names that are being made this season on the New York Rangers, but there weren't names coming into the season. Yeah, yeah. You, you compared them to the Los Angeles Kings, and I remember the Kings, Jonathan Quick had an unbelievable playoff run that that, uh, that year, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's a very good analogy um, comparing them to the Kings. That really yeah. won it. And Shostarkin is right on that path, too, because he's, yes, he he's is. amazing. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they've also been handing out a, uh, awards throughout the um, the postseason. The uh, latest mm-hmm. award, uh, Patrice Bergeron gets the uh, Selkie Trophy. Selkie. Um, the coach from um, the Calgary Flames ends up getting uh, his, uh, his death certificate because uh, he just <laughs> won the Jack Adams Trophy. So he's going to end up being fired next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like the president, right? That's kind of like the yeah. president's. Yeah, no, exactly. Your, is, your fate is sealed. <laughs> I have a, I have a quick question for you, Ron. I, I did not get to see any of this tournament, but uh, did who won the world championship? Was it Finland or Canada? Not Canada. No, not Canada. No, <laughs> not Canada. Fin- Finland won. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, what ends up happening is, I mean, Canada and the American, a lot of those players that show up are are NHL players. They are going to play for their home country and uh, Mm -hmm. they just, so there's, there's definitely, it's a good little trophy or a good little tournament. Let's put it that way. But um, yeah, I mean, America got uh, blown out in the, uh, in the semifinals in the, uh, and, yeah, and then uh, Canada Canada ends up losing uh, next round anyways and doesn't get uh, gold. Mm. Did, did the United States end up winning the bronze, third place? Uh, third place. I'd have to double-check. I, I don't actually Sweden. remember. Yeah, I think we're supposed yeah. to play Sweden. I think it was Sweden. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. I was just trying to flip over and catch some of the NBA. What game is this in the NBA? 
It's game game two. The Celtics and the, and the Warriors. It's, it's, it's the uh, it's game NBA two. Final. Yeah, game, game two. two. Okay. Game two of NBA game Finals. Two. Yeah. Good start. Fast start. Yeah, I think it was what, 16 11 or something like that? It's, uh, yep, 16 11. Yep. Who's got Seth Curry? Golden State? No, no, no. Like, who's got Seth Curry? Like, is it is it going to be Seth Curry? Seth Curry? Seth Curry. Steph, 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 Steph. Steph Curry. Steph. Sorry, Steph. Steph Curry. Well, no, there's uh, Seth, too. Yeah, Seth was with yeah. Brooklyn. Yes. Right. The team Elliot loves no. to hate. <laughs> oh, I can't stand Brooklyn either, man. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't make it only on yeah. well, not, Hey, have you heard the latest that just talking about Durant wants to go play in Memphis? Oh God! Is he? He's just freaking chasing a ring. Is all he's doing, Elliot? Uh huh. Hey, you get that from you get that in every league. I'll say that right and now. He, and, yes. and he says that he regrets leaving Golden State because he yeah. could have won more well, championships with them. Now that you bring that up, I was going to ask you about Kyle Lowry because he did the same damn thing after joining uh, the Miami Heat when the Heat got ousted. One of the first thing he says is, "This was a complete waste of a season." Well, he got injured. He got injured too, so he can't really say say much about that. Um, he came into the he came into the last round injured, and he didn't really contribute the way he did with Toronto. Plus, I don't think Toronto wanted to pay him big bucks as he starts getting long in the tooth, so to speak. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. They they wanted him to go wherever he wanted to go, and he went to right. Miami, and he right? chose yeah. to go to Miami because so, him and Butler are buddies, right? So. Yeah. So, right. So he made his bed, and now he doesn't want to lay in it. No, and that's that's my comment, right? Is like, I, and his I, buddy I, is the one that threw. Hold up on, the hold, brick. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And his buddy there shall be no Kyle Lowry slander on this show. Excuse me, I, I must like, change hats. Just right like there's now. no Mitch Trubisky slander on this show either. No, no Mitch Trubisky slander and no Kyle Lowry slander. Okay. I'm not the, trying not to. Well, it was his him, best buddy I mean, that threw up the brick when when, when they should have tried to tie I know, the game. I was, that Butler shot I, was ridiculous. You can't make that comment and then expect to be with the same team again uh, for the next season. Like, oh, he's he'll go somewhere else. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I I, I know he will. I, but I mean, he's basically signed his walking papers. Pretty much. If you do, I think if it was just a one-year kind of, deal. Then. I think it was. If that's sure. the kind of comment mm-hmm. you make. Chances are you're not coming back. Hmm. But, hey, you know what? Like I said, no. I'm sorry, but you can't put Kyle Lowry in the same category as Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a douchebag, okay? And it was funny. I put up a meme the other day that him and Irving wanted to be traded to play together, and yeah. the, teams they, the teams they left made it to the NBA Finals. How about that? Yeah. Karma wins again. Karma is a motherfucker. Karma is mofo. Yep. And and they got plenty of it. Because now the New Jersey Nets, I mean the New Jersey, the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets don't even want Kyrie Irving back. And Durant said if they don't re-sign Kyrie, he's leaving. Yeah, good. That that failed experiment. You want to know why? Because as soon as they saw they couldn't go toe-to-toe with Boston, they have no chance. They're done. They're gone. Because these they guys, it's an ego league. They couldn't go toe-to-toe with Boston. They couldn't go toe-to-toe with Philly. They couldn't go no. toe-to-toe with 
any of the quality Shit, teams. Man. Even with us, they can't go toe to toe against us, man. And we got a bunch of rookie of the year, and that's no, they it. On go toe to toe, they couldn't go toe to toe with the Knicks for God's sake. Give me a break. Well, nah, I don't know about that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, Knicks don't go toe to toe with too much, too many good teams. So, but now Brooklyn, like I said, it was just another failed experiment. You know, that's why James Harden was pretty happy to leave. Even though... Did you did you see that? I think it was a meme where it was like, what? remember when, like, Brooklyn traded Boston? They got Durant and Pierce and all that. Yeah. The, yeah. the hall, that was Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, mm. and then a whole bunch of other picks. Yeah. Yep. Brooklyn got hosed. Like, well, just, I mean, come on, man. The robbery. Yeah. Brooklyn's got started with Jay Z. He got ousted by a Russian. <laughs> okay, come on now. Yeah, that team's been a debacle ever since it moved from Jersey. It should have yeah. just stayed in Jersey, where stayed it was. in the swamp, man. Just stay there. Exactly. Yeah, you put a, you put a, become, a, a, a radioactive. Yeah, become radioactive. You might have a chance to win. You know, you touch oh, someone, you, know, you foul I kinda, out. You know? I kind of think that team was poo pooed ever since they left New York when they played in Long Island. When they were the New York Nets, you know what I'm saying? And they yeah. left Long Island. They left Uniondale, the Nassau Boy, Coliseum. That's when they were in the ABA, though. And they went and they went to play in the Coloscomy bag that is New Jersey. The <laughs> Coloscomy bag. Yeah, they're New York's Coloscomy bag. Should have called them the New Jersey Sopranos. That's where the, <laughs> that's where the shit rolls down from New York. <laughs> So, Ron, let me ask you this question. Do you think the yeah. Lightning have a chance to come back and win this series? Oh, any team does. I mean, you, you've had teams come back from 3-0 deficits, and certainly being down 2-1, you're not out of the series yet. Right. No. Uh, this is this – is, Well, this um, had to have been a big boost for the Lightning today. That win today had to be a big – Big motivator for them too, because you know. Oh, they, it's going to be. I mean, the yeah. difference right now between Tampa Bay and Edmonton, teams that are on the wrong side of uh, of of the series, if you will, the Tampa Bay Lightning still have faith, still have belief, still have a lot of stuff. I mean, when they the still have that chink in the armor. Well, that's just it. When the only chink in the armor is that you only didn't win your. First game after a loss is so since, since 2019. Eighteen tries. Eighteen tries. That's the only yeah. chink in the armor right now. Um, you look at Edmonton though, and to me today it's the day after. It, it that doesn't matter. Look at the bench in the last minute of play, and you look at the Edmonton Oilers, and they're they're not talking to one another. Uh, they're kind of cursing at, in the air. They've got no – there's no desire. The life has gone out of their eyes. Yeah. Now, you, you listen to them today, and, of course, they're saying all the right things. But to me, Colorado has gotten underneath the skin of the Edmonton Oilers, and the Edmonton Oilers are trying to figure out how to get this done. Today, what, what's today, the, here's, the question, here, here's the question that Scott should ask. Is game four a must-win for Tampa Bay? That's a good yeah, that's a good question. Again, I don't think it's a must win, but they are heading back to New York and you don't want to go down in I'm the saying. series. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be down in the series three games to one going into the enemy's uh, t- uh and enemy then have to win three and then have to win three games with two of those yeah. being in New York. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, Tampa Bay. It's as close to a must win as you're going to get so that you can change this series to a best out of three. Uh, Edmonton, without question, the, their season is on the line tomorrow night. This this is I, it. I, I want to find the stats ahead, for this. John. I, I want to find the stats for this. I want to see what the uh, the amount of penalties that the Avalanche have had to deal with compared to what the Edmonton Oilers have got to deal with. I think it was like two to one. How lopsided are the penalties? Very lopsided, extremely. And listen, I'm not trying to say that refs are ruining the game, but when you <laughs> you no, dude, like seriously, nobody's like, ever said that. Look, okay, the guy took like Landeskog is probably the dirt one of the dirtiest players in the league that never gets talked about. This guy, first of all, takes out Drysidle. Uh, no, not Drysidle. Sorry, he took out Yamamoto with a headshot. Where's the NHL player safety? Nothing. Not even a two minute call. Nothing. Not a sing. Not a peep from them. Yamamoto's out. He's not going to play tomorrow. Gone. Finished. Just like Kadri. Gone. Not in the game anymore. What happens with the slew foot? Totally slew foot. McKinnon. He's he's the darling. He, they're not going to kick him out. What? There was a game earlier this year where Connor McDavid, the star of the league, the Michael Jordan of the NHL right now, got the exact same treatment that Kadri did. Wasn't even a two-minute penalty. Went into the boards like head first in a corner. There's no consistency. That's all no. NHL fans want. They just want every game to be called the exact same. And it never I think is. That's every sport. It never is. Yeah, any sport is true. And it's just, it's it's pathetic because it's ruining it. And this was all built up to be McK- McKinnon versus McDavid. And yeah, Colorado's a superior team. I can admit it. But let's see it. Let's see it called on a level even. field. On yeah, a level. Just play, play it even. Like yeah, a whatever, level playing right? surface. When's football start? 95 days. That's all that matters. So, uh, you know, just whatever. I am going to say this. The NHL tried very, very hard to make the NHL a sport that people recognize in the United States. So to speak to what John was saying, when there's no consistency, a fan that's blossoming, that's coming into the sport and trying to to like it and enjoy it we'll see something happen and it's not called consistently across the board yeah right i mean you can go back to game one and i don't want to uh i don't want to bring up the whole offside issue but here's a prime example when is the puck when is the play offside when a player on your team enters the offensive zone before the puck or the puck simple right makes sense now continue because i know what you're gonna say next (laughs) yeah now however the gray area is if you're not in possession of the puck you're allowed to follow it in as long as you don't go in before the player that's offside comes back onside back across the blue line then you can Mm -hmm. touch the puck that puck in game number one i don't care what camera angle you look at it was pushed by the player, pushed to no more than four inches away from his stick, and they called that onside. Onside. Stupidity. Mm. A player was trapped in the offensive zone, skated, was able to skate out and get both of his feet over the blue line before Kale McCarr skated across the blue line, fired the puck, and beat Mike Smith. It's one goal in a lot of goals scored in that game. Like, don't get me wrong, but what I'm what I'm trying to say here—it's a turning point, though. 
it's a turning point, but it's the rule for a fan that's trying to understand the game. How, how do you make that onside based on the definition when you've got gray area words in the definition? So, so Ron I, goes, what am so I So they watching? were saying he didn't have control of the puck when he was when he when, right. the, when, when the before the player he didn't have back. possession. He had control. Yeah. He didn't have possession. He had control, but, but he didn't have but he's, possession. But he's the guy that pushed the puck ahead of himself in the well, first place. This, this is the point that I'm gonna make, Ron, that you made. I would say that is the series, that call, because what happened? Woodcroft goes and challenges it. What happens? So the goal counts, and then they go on the penalty, the power play, they score again. So all of a sudden, it's gone. Like that, that game, even though they came back and it was like tight, that I think that was the series because it was just like you're playing again. And I'm not trying to be conspiracy theory here, and I'm sorry to all the Americans up here, but in Canada, we have a, a very valid reason for saying the NHL wants they don't care if Edmonton get, they want Colorado against Tampa Bay or Colorado against uh, New, York. New York. They don't necessarily are going to make decisions in Edmonton's favor. So this is what's so frustrating for us. It's like, we just wanted just, just even if, if the superior team, which I think Colorado still is superior as a team, but like, let's point. see it. Let's play it out instead of these stupid calls that just ruin the games. And uh, I, You'll see it. You'll see it in players too in post games when they when they talk about the frustration of calls, and that's the other thing. I mean, it's no different in any sport. You're not allowed to badmouth the officiating, but you'll mm-hmm. see players say, "I had that identical hit, and it was ruled clean three times yeah. in a row." On the fourth yeah. one, a different official decided that it was a penalty. I argue it, and then I get a misconduct. Yep. Yeah. Right. So then you end up losing a player for 12 minutes. Uh, And and, I mean, whether it happens at the beginning of the game, middle of the game or the end of the game, I mean, that's still that's the level of frustration. And sometimes it's the officiating that brings that level of frustration out. But sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) My point is, my point is they they what did they do in in baseball? They brought in video review. I don't know if there's specific plays that are exempt from video review, but there's a lot of plays in the NHL that are exempt from video yeah, review. Yeah, no, there's some hey, there's some in, there's some in baseball, there's some in basketball. Mm-hmm. Look, I look at it this way. If you if you're going to bring in instant replay, okay, as a determining factor in in the competition, then everything should be reviewable. Everything. Because yeah. If you have everything reviewable, then games are going to go on six hours. Well, but technology, technology, in it almost calls for it. You either yeah, do know, it or you they, don't. They look at it with a fine tooth comb. They take well, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. I know, but that's the way it does. You know, yeah. yeah. And then, then don't it, and do away with it because you know it, what, Elliot. If, if you if, if you institute instant replay for everything, then like Ken said, number one, the games are going to go Look, on. Instant replay, instant replay to me, bottom line is a do it completely or don't do it at all. Okay, there's no in between. There's no gray area. Okay, if you're going to have instant replay, make everything reviewable and hold shit accountable. Okay, even if even if it's a matter of challenges and stuff. I don't know how they're doing it these days, okay? But the bottom line is is that 
one play may not turn the game because replay got it right, but another another aspect could turn the game because we couldn't review it. It's notorious in the meeting, NFL too. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's what's all over. reviewable. So, what's not? Look, it's, it's, it's like people say. If the technology is there, you either use it a hundred percent or you don't use it at all. Well, if, you if, can if ma- you can evaluate every single play, and yes, if it takes forever, it takes forever. But at least you get it right. Yeah, there so is. I mean, isn't that the whole objective of having instant replay? Is to get it right? Yes. It, it, it is. It is okay. Mount like. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back. I understand I'll come the argument. I understand the argument about it take put adding length to the game. I understand yeah. that argument. But if that's the argument that it's going to be, then take the take the instant replay out. Okay, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to bring it back to baseball. Two things. First of all, the gold judge, all he does is flick a switch. He's not needed. The referee never consults the gold judge. Years ago. The gold judge was actually an off-ice official, and he would have say as to whether or not he felt that puck was in. It would be his say over somebody else's. If he turned on that light, the referee would have to go and talk to him and acknowledge why the light was turned on because I saw the puck go in. It's a goal. Nowadays, the the referee never consults that gold judge. They immediately go to the timekeeper's box, and they review it through video. So you still have a gold judge that flicks a switch, but he's only there to flick a switch. He does nothing else. In baseball, let's take this back to baseball. Uh, before I do, my other thought was this. I honestly feel there are four officials on the ice in the game of NHL, not just to make the plays, but to make sure that if the players come together, the officials can get in there and separate them. Yeah. Uh, now, baseball. Home plate umpire. You Mm. now have a very clear, defined strike zone. And they still get it wrong. (laughs) And they get it wrong. So how much longer until the home plate umpire is never consulted anymore? Oh, it's it's happening now. The technology they're they're creating technology right now to have it's in the minors called balls and strikes electronically. It's kind of like uh, with the pitcher and catcher now, with the signals between the pitcher and the catcher, they have an electronic unit that actually speaks the, the you know, the catcher pushes the button and it tells the pitcher in, a, in an earpiece or whatever if it's a curveball, fastball, whatever. Okay? Right. That way they can't steal signs anymore. The technology <laughs> is being put in place, but again, when it comes to technology, you either it's all or nothing. Yeah. So I guess my point is, is the umpire is the umpire left in the game nowadays to make sure that the there isn't an altercation at home plate. Well, those you know, let's, let's be honest; those guys are not the physical specimens of the yeah, world. No. And if, <laughs> and if <laughs> yeah, if, if a couple of uh, you know pro <laughs> athletes decide to where, throw this, where, where, like where, where are the umpires when the bench is clear? Yeah, I don't see them. I don't see them when the bench is clear. I see, I see the umps getting out of the freaking way. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> in in hockey, Ken Kaiser didn't back away from a fight. Yeah. yeah. No, in hockey, those yeah, linemen would be tall, right there in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Race Scapadello, man. With the shoe? 
You ever got oh, yeah, yeah. Mike Bilberry with the shoe in the stands? There was yeah, a well, linesman hockey, trying hockey to get him. Hockey's a oh, different breed of yeah, official. And, and this well, is you have to be in like, shape to be a hockey official, Ron. You don't have to exactly. Be you don't have to be. They don't need to do exactly. nothing to be an up. Just sit there and go. That's what I was seeing in the uh, the end of the first game of, between and, uh, Tampa and, Bay and New York. That and that and fight, there was two or three fights going on at the same time. And in, yeah. in yeah. baseball, I'm stick around as long as members of Congress do here in the United States. Exactly. So, yes. There's no term limit. <laughs> Or weight limit, for that matter. <laughs> John, oh, I knew it was going political. It had to go political. <laughs> Easy. Bring John, it down. Can, bring it down. Bring it down. Yeah. Went to John, a fight in hockey game. Yeah, exactly. it, uh, yeah, but give it this much. Do you know what? Today, there's a lot less fighting in hockey than there used to be. And it 100%. sucks. Yeah. And it sucks. Let's see the fighting come back. <laughs> I will say that there was a transition period where there was a lot of, like, unnecessary crap that was going on and hockey players mm. were getting injured because there was no fights that mm. has also started to wane but we are still seeing we are still seeing players getting run into the end boards we're still seeing some big you know, and then there's Ron, no accountability i missed the, days, I of, question, I missed the days of the broad street bullies yeah. and would and, would, yeah. would, would, would that happen to connor mcdavid if dave Semenko was still around <laughs> no <laughs> no, no. You Remember with Philly, Dave Schultz? I mean, mm-hmm. you, went, you, if you went after Bobby Clark. If you went after yeah. Bobby Clark, Schultz was on your ass. And that's okay. what made the NHL so good because it was self-policed and there was a They code. had an enforcer. Everybody I'm not had trying to be Don Cherry here, okay? But seriously, it was... There, you didn't have the guys running into the boards. You didn't have head injuries. You didn't have any of this dirty crap because there was no no repercussions. I mean, now back in the day, they didn't fucking wear helmets. Yeah, no. yeah. Ron Dugay. <laughs> yeah. No. Bobby Nystrom. Yeah. With the Flo. flowing locks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gila Fleur. Rest in peace, Flo. They played like men back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. We're showing our age, guys. I know. Guy Guy Lafleur would have a beer and a smoke in the dressing room between periods. But anyways, Uh, no, it's just. Did we talk about the Rangers yet? Absolutely. Well, no, he's talking about some yeah. about addressing lightning. Uh, addressing lightning's Igor Shosturkin. What what was going on with with with, with Shosturkin? I didn't know. Yeah, what are you talking about? He, first of all, he's not with the lightning. No. Yeah, that's that's the Rangers. Left he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Brad. Not not entirely hey, Brad, sure. Put up a comment that makes Dude, he's more, things like more clarity. He's so in love with Patrick Mahomes' performance on the match last week. Right. So that's what he's. <laughs> oh yeah, and they lost, by the way. Yeah, they, they lost. lost. Yeah, the old guys beat the, the old timers. Power to the okay. old timers. Okay. Hey, I will say this. I will say this about Shesterkin. Okay, you've got forwards <clears throat> that are defensive minded, and you have defensemen who are offensive minded. Igor Shesterkin reminds oh, me of okay. a goaltender who is highly offensive in nature. He will move that puck better yeah. than most goaltenders he in the handles, league right now. Hey, he's a better stick handler than most of I'm the right regular back. players. <laughs> Gerard Gallant is unhappy with the Lightning's treatment of goaltender Igor Shesterkin. He's got to let it go. You know what? You lose one game in the last minute. He's got to let it go. He's got to get his team refocused. You can't. You can't. Yeah, that, that's a there wasn't enough going on. There wasn't enough. He's talking about the high hits and the rubbing of the goaltenders into the crossbar. Um, it, 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 to be fair, 
it happened on both sides, but 100%, Brett, I, I know what you're talking about, but you're just, you're going to make it, it I don't think that the new, I don't think the New York Rangers need to think about that. I think that they need to go back to their game. I think that they Business just need hand, to focus. Yep. Yeah. If you they get to- hung up too much in what happened in a game ago or two games ago, it's 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 a it's the wrong sort of locker room fodder. It's the wrong distraction. It's not going to solve any problems. And you saw it with St. Louis. You saw it with St. Louis with Nazem Kadri ran Billington. And the very next game, Nazem Kadri had a bullseye on his back. Everybody was targeting him. St. Louis didn't play the game. They were playing Kadri, and Kadri still scores a hat trick. It's the reason (laughs) why St. Louis lost not just that game, but lost the series, is because St. Louis lost the focus of what they were supposed to be doing. And they're supposed to be playing hockey. They're supposed to be winning. No, New York Rangers. Yeah. Look, need to the Rangers. Move forward. The, the Rangers were this close to going up 3 0 today. 100%. Okay. It, it wasn't, it was close enough to where they could have gone up 3 0. That game probably should have gone into overtime, and who knows what would have happened then. But the bottom line is this is that you can't sidetrack the purpose of what the Rangers have done so far. And like Ron said, locker room fodder. That can mess with the psyche of the entire team because they're start they're going to start saying, "Oh yeah, they're they're not being fair with our goalie." Da, 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 da. You know what? Play the game. That's just noise. Get worry it out of your head. It, worry about that stuff that 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 outer shit later. You could talk yeah. about that when the series is over because yeah, that loses yeah. focus on the series. That loses your focus on the game itself, and you won't and. Look, it won't be as focused play, play when you're when you're as playing. bad as bad as I think the Rangers played today. They barely lost. Exactly. Okay, so they got nothing to be concerned with. They could easily come out and win the next game, and then finish off Tampa in Game yeah, Five. Absolutely. Go Rangers. Gosh, Until Messier shows up, and then I'll be cheering for Tampa Bay. I keep Messier in the background, keep him away from uh, the Messier, Messier is on the ESPN uh, analyst team at, between periods. That's what he's in. Yeah. Well, I'm not watching ESPN. I just, <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason why I don't oh, know. You don't why. like Messier, Ron? What's wrong I with Messier? Don't like the moose. That's 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 80s grumpiness right there. Because <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. That's, that's that's absolute dynasty of that's the Edmonton Oilers. Focus. That's yeah. flashback focus. No, absolutely. It's it's I I, 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 I can admit there's some Oiler hate going on here, Joe John. Is that what it is? Because they because because well, Montreal let's, got let's, hurt. Let's, is that what it is? Look, Mark Messier and the number evidence. Okay? okay, he's he's a Montreal Canadiens fan. Yes, and he lives in British Columbia. Right, which means he should be a Vancouver fan, but that's okay. Which, well, yeah, he should be a Canucks fan, right. but that means he hates the Oilers and the Flames, and it yeah. means he <laughs> hates anything outside of Quebec. Yeah, it's real. It's weird, but it's it's wrong, yeah. and that's why we love yeah. him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's true, and I mean, like my my obviously my loyalties will always be with the Montreal Canadiens, but there's other teams that I cheer for. But I have found myself growing a little bit of an affinity for the New York Rangers. I do want to see them do extremely well, but if Messier ruins it for them, then 
Thank you. I just much. think a good uh, a hey, listen, NHL has a really good Rangers. Technique. If it wasn't for Messier, we would have done. We we'd be at 81 years without a cup right now. Yeah. Hey, what's it like, Toronto fans? Happened, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm no longer a Leafs fan, so I'm allowed to like poke fun at them because I've been a fan for 45 if years. If Messier so. doesn't join us yeah. in 94, John, John's no longer a Leafs fan. Like I'm no longer a Bucks fan, right, John? If they start winning, if they you know, <laughs> <There you> go, <laughs> no, yeah, dude, like let's be honest, I'll be the first one down on Young Street, like partying, like let's go, let's get it done. But I'm no, I'm I'm Oilers. The perfect analogy for this show. Or, I'm Oilers ride or die, man. Uh, but I've yeah. I've always been Oilers. By the way, the Messier thing goes a little bit deeper. It actually goes for me. It goes back to when he was traded to the Vancouver Canucks, and uh, it ended up resulting in Trevor Linden. Uh, being traded away, losing the captaincy first and then being traded away. And then Mark Messier had some kind of a sweet-ass deal where I think he's still being paid by the Vancouver Canucks to this day. <laughs> Did he he's earn it? Bobby Bonilla. Did he, he earn Bobby it? Bonilla of the NHL? Yeah. Yeah. Did he earn it? Oh, no, he did not earn it. Not, not at all. Not no? No. No, that was weird. Right. That was he like when Bobby, Max he deserved it. Bobby Bonilla. He didn't earn it either. Hey, he, de- he deserves it more than Bobby Bonilla. I can right. tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's two players, neither one of them are playing anymore, that are still being paid by the Vancouver yeah, Canucks. Mark yeah. Messier and Roberto Luongo. Luongo. <laughs> Strombone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. oh gosh, that's great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, alrighty. So each the, the the conference final should be wrapped up by next Sunday. So we'll be talking Stanley Cup final next Sunday, Ron. Should be, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to yeah, say. Yeah, but they, they have a specific is... date that they start, no matter when the, these series end. Game number they four is. Yeah, they might not have a date yet, though, because if um, you don't want teams to be sitting for too long, right? So Sunday is game number seven for the Oilers and the Avalanche. And June 14th, which is obviously after the Sunday, is game number seven for the Lightning and the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, so it could be Stanley Cup could take until June 16th before it starts. I think I think the, I think the start date is like the 18th of June is what they've got as a, a yes. start date for the finals. But I I I mean because. I know that you can you can change up stadium dates and everything else and make things work. Um, I, I'd be surprised if Colorado ends up sweeping Edmonton and. New York ends up getting it in five. If they go to six games, being the tenth, that's still a week. Yeah, they can move them up. I would think. Yeah, I think that I think that they'll try and move them up if 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 it ends before the weekend. If it ends it's on uh, Thursday, June the ninth. Otherwise, we may be going into July. <laughs> well, I mean. That's not unheard of, especially during COVID times. Last year it was August. It's true. So, no, but like like I said, like right now, the Eastern Conference, uh, the the for sure game is obviously uh, game number four Four. and game number five on June the 9th. Right. And uh, right now, the only one that's for sure is tomorrow night. And then if uh, Edmonton does win, we go back. And uh, go back to Colorado and play Wednesday. Guaranteed win night tomorrow. 
I think so. I mean, it, it's it's got to be. But, a guarantee. Like you said, though, John, it's going to be tough. I mean, Evander Kane is is got some great playoff numbers with the Edmonton Oilers this postseason. Uh, Yamamoto has been solid on that line with Drysidel and McDavid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, essentially, you don't have – if you were missing one of them – you'd still have a nice good line because you'd move uh, Evander Kane up and play with McDavid, but you don't have either one of them. So you're going to have, you're going to have a winner, a winger for McDavid that uh, probably hasn't played that position for very much. So it could be a little bit on the tough side, but uh, they have to stay focused. They have to stay disciplined. They need to make sure that they are, they're physical, but not overly physical. They can't play the Evander Kane style game. In the, especially in the first couple of minutes, um, because you've got to get the fans both inside and outside that arena into the game. And uh, the, the, the fans in Edmonton can turn this around for Edmonton versus the Colorado Avalanche. But again, in, like hockey, said, in hockey, it's never been unheard of, of a coming back from a 3 0 deficit. It's happened no, more it, it, or, than it has in either baseball three or times. Oilers aren't coming back, guys. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> They're not coming back. If we make it a They're six or five games, the odds do. are highly against you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with me again, and I said it at the beginning of my segment, is that it, Connor McDavid has been missing in action. He's got one goal in three games. Two points. Yes. Right? He's Two got a couple of assists games. from game number one. But so I mean, that's point. he was on a 2.4 something average up to the end of the Calgary Flames series. Well, he had 27, points. he had 27 after the Calgary, and now he has yeah. 30. That's right, because he's got two assists and one goal. Dry Osidol is at 28, and I think Sabanajat is at 24. Well, Zabanajat's in the other series, and Zabanajat, that was the other thing that I was going to say. Maybe I already did, I don't know, getting old. But Connor McDavid has been shut down by the Colorado Avalanche. The Tampa Bay Lightning have still not shut down Kreider and Zibanejad. And and right now, if those two can continue firing, um, Tampa Bay is in tough. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm not I'm not overly thrilled with the performance. They've got a good run. Yeah, but you got, I, mean, you got, I, I am very proud of the run they've had the last four, last three years. I mean, you got you got to give them the you got to give them. Uh, don't believe them. It's reverse psychology. Yeah. Okay. Don't, yeah. Don't the, believe don't, don't, don't write your thank you cards just yet, Scott. Like yeah. I mean, Tampa Tampa Bay is not out of this series. It's not, not a must no, they're win. Not, they're not. Not by now. Any they might be once they if they lose game. Yeah. I don't see them getting past Colorado to be honest. If Colorado's the, the opponent in the finals, because Colorado is just too good, but. Uh, yeah, you know, and don't I, forget. You know, I made a comment on my on my blog this week about how, and I said it on the show last week in the last couple of weeks. The Lightning are tired. They've played two full seasons, including playoffs and Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, but they had and an I, think, I think they're just. They're it's just not like tired. they haven't had an off season. Yeah, but they've had yeah. short off seasons. Short off season, yeah. I, I don't I don't know I don't subscribe to that I don't buy into as that much these days. Maybe, maybe years that. ago I don't buy into it. This well, uh, no, the Islanders won four in a row. One you know in that when that stretched back in the eighties. So I mean it, it you know it, exactly. Edmonton. Like, and so, and so did Edmonton. Edmonton won four in a row at one point. 
Yeah, you know I, I don't subscribe to that. That's that. Unfortunately, that's an excuse that's made for a team that can't win. And right. that's why I'm saying don't write your thank you cards yet because Tampa Bay is not out of it. Even no. if they do lose on Tuesday night, they're still not out of it. But and it'll be a very, of, right. very tough game. And even if they lose this series, fatigue has nothing to do with it because they said they've, so. had, they've had the same off time. You know what I'm saying? That everybody else, they're not the same team is what it is. No, they're not. They're not. Their, their roster's different than what it was last year. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, they might be suffering a little bit too because they don't have Braden Point in their lineup. Yeah. The the loss of Braden Point has really hurt this. It's really hurt them. It really has. You know what I'm saying? So there's factors other than the fact that they've played two straight Stanley Cup. You yeah. know, the yeah, injuries play a big part of it. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, but all right. Ron, thanks again for your um, and Shostarkin, I mean, and Vasilevsky really didn't look like Vasilevsky in the first two games. No, no and, and that's what I'm saying. I think uh, I think Tampa Bay actually even said it. They said that uh, they now know what it feels like to play against Vasilevsky. Yeah, right. Because they yeah. they are now they are now facing the task of having to play a hot goaltender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very skilled goaltender. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, All right gentlemen. It looks like well, football and season's 95 days away. Woo! <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It'll be 88 by the time we get together next week. Yeah, and uh, you know, mandatory mini camps are this week and mm-hmm. next week. So, and then all of a sudden they're going to shut it down until, until the end of July. So. Uh, we're gonna have to scrape the bottom of the barrel to find some kind of NFL news in the next the next eight weeks. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me! Scrape the bottom of the barrel. We always find something to talk. We always about. find oh, something. Hey, you know, Scott's the up. biggest. Hey, Ron, Scott's the biggest pessimist when it comes to what are we gonna talk about for ninety minutes? He's done you that so many times. Starting up on the CFL. Bro. Come on, put no. yes, no. 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 yeah. yeah. to talk about Scott because the Miles an Argonauts fan. How freaking great the new Star Trek series is! That's what we can talk about. That's what we can talk. About. Have you been watching it, John? Strange New Worlds is brilliant. Oh my a god, plus. it's so good! It is so a good. Plus, they yeah. finally got it. They yes. got rid of all that stupid woke crap from yeah. the Discovery. Hey, and- I'll, I'll be paying as close attention to that as you do to baseball, John. And you know what, John? <laughs> if for those that have not seen it. Top Gun Maverick was a phenomenal film. Oh, yeah, man, it was it. amazing. Yeah, I got to see it. Amazing. It was and if just you, And if you oh. don't see it on big screen, you're cheating yourself. You got to go see it on a big screen. I mean, you got to because it is just amazing. You are cheating yourself of an yes. amazing, amazing spectacle. Yes. Top Gun Two Maverick is, is as good as, if not better, than the original. 36 so, years. Yes. So, well, I would hope so because the technology oh. – but that's now, just it. Oh, it, they didn't use CGI. They didn't use technology. That no, I know they, they used all the all the equipment they used was actually rented from the government. Yeah, it was all live action. There was no CGI. In, 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 no, in, I understand that, but I'm talking about the technology of the equipment, the planes, and you know stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean that one plane in the beginning with the that's table. probably CGI. That's probably CGI. I'm just saying, dude, Tom Cruise came on before the show and he did a little monologue before the show, before the movie. Yep. 
and explain that all the scenes were live. The 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 planes and stuff was stuff that was was borrowed or rented from the. They charged uh, eleven thousand dollars an hour to rent those planes. Yeah. Good. And green. it's if Cruz wasn't allowed to touch the controls. Dude, once, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. All right, guys, we'll wrap it up for one more week. And we'll be back again next Sunday night, 7.30 Eastern Time. Really thanks again. Big thanks to Mr. Ron Gallup for joining us and for Hockey Talk every week during the playoffs. Hey, Ron. We're 30 days away from the Tour de France. Yeah. Yeah, Only Ken and Ron care about the Tour de France. I'm sorry. You know, nobody else does. Um, Speaking (laughs) of the guy who takes a week off of work to watch the Masters every year. Yes, (laughs) Yes, I do. Don't criticize people's passions, sir. (laughs) <laughs> and congratulations, to Billy for congratulations to Billy Horschel for winning the Memorial Tournament today, by the way. And stop yeah. hedging your bets when it comes to Tampa. You're already claiming that they're too tired to win. So oh, that way, if they lose, you got an ex- built in excuse. Such a, right? such a diehard fan. You Why are. is the host getting bad? Ba- okay, okay I'll, I'll take the beating. I'll he's hedging called- his bets, man. <laughs> if they win, he's going to be the loudest. Bloviator on the planet. I'll be worse than Tony. And if they lose, and if they lose, he'll be like, "Oh, then you were just tired." No, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what, Elliot? You know we have a we have a great we have a we have an age old saying on this show: "Go fuck yourself." Anyway, (laughs) oh, that's right. At least I'm getting some action. Uh, Yeah, it's because. Wow! Wow! You guys okay at that age? Like, you guys still good or, you know, yeah. No. no. Hey, that's why I go to the gym. I get all the action I want. The the plumbing still works, John. Okay. You know, I'm worried about you guys, you know. I know Ron is is, is a picture of health here. Uh, You, uh, you know. Well, not so much, I know. Hey, the hose still goes. Yep. Got my cycling jersey on. Look at the guns these days. Look at the guns these days. Look at you. Look at this guy. (laughs) The hose still goes. We're going to remember that one, Ken. I remember that. You're welcome. (laughs) Still goes. All right. On behalf of my co hosts, Ken Costello, Elliot, Big E Lama, and Mr. John Go, Mr. John G. Olson from Bill's Mafia. And of course, Mafia. our special Sign guest, Ron Gallo. I am the Sports Nerd. We are here every Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live on your Facebook, on your Vim.tv. On your Twitter. On Twitter. And we are also on, uh, I will be loading this and uploading this to Spotify. We have a podcast, believe it or not. Uh, I, I send that every week. So we'll be doing that as and well. I, and believe it I, or not, he says. Right, and well, when I figure not. out the configuration of Facebook now, because they changed the whole... Mine still has not changed, Elliot. You're the really only hasn't, one. but you know what? Is anybody else getting the Facebook where the, the the group page, the picture of the of the group page is up on the left-hand corner? Nope. Bro, I hate mm-hmm. Facebook. I don't pay attention nope. to Facebook. I, I, I am. And, and I can't judge what the what the pixelation is or my, the measurements, so I can't my, really uh, change anything. My but I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. on my phone. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, on behalf, again, of my co-hosts, we are out for one more week. We'll be here okay. next week again at 7.30 p.m. And on that note, Elliot, please play the outro. Okay.
Okay. Another Sunday episode of the Sports Nerd Show in the books. We're actually still alive to tell about. Now, on behalf of our host, Scott, the Sports Nerd, right? John Olson, Ken Coslow, two of our local members in the brand pack, and yes, me, Big E. The entire pack would once again like to thank you all for participating with us in the best 90 minutes of sports smack chat. So until next Sunday night, we want to leave you with a quick PSA. Please stay safe. Please practice social distancing. And for heaven's sake, please wear a blessed mask. You all just got hit with a pack rant from the rank pack. And that fellas, we are out.